The Veritas Radio Network is guaranteed the right to offend, annoy, agitate, shout heresy, and entertain. You should start programming right now. Kind of like the cultural sewage served up on Bravo or CMT, only it's on 24 hours a day. Except Sundays. When the truth gets you angry and you throw your smartphone, remember, no one is forcing you to listen to the truth on the Veritas Radio Network. You can't handle the truth. You're doing that of your own free will. That's what makes this country great and any gay marriage pointless. That's offensive. So there isn't much you can do about it, Chowderhead. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. Grab a book, take a vow, and conform your mind to reality. Otherwise, you're just another Judas-inspired Karl Marx wannabe, and your children will steal your credit card number to buy tickets to the Miley Cyrus Twerkers Ball. I came in like a Are you ready? Let's get it on. On the Veritas Radio Network's Crusade. Welcome to the Suzanne Option. I am your host, Suzanne Sherman. I've got a slightly hoarse uh, voice today, so please bear with me. Uh, You're listening to the Crusade Channel, uh, part of the Veritas Radio Network, the number here at the Bulldog Kia Studio West out here in the hinterlands of Utah is 844-5-CRUSADE, 844-527-8723. You can also contact me at Twitter, and my uh, sign on there is Cowgirl Esquire. You can also leave me messages, and I'm very responsive to those on my Facebook page, Suzanne Sherman. Also check out VeritasRadioNetwork.com for direct streaming as well. Please share that with your friends. Also, we have an app. So if you like what you're hearing and want the easiest and most convenient way to listen to the Veritas Radio Network, then download our app in the Windows Phone App Store, the iTunes Store for iPhones and iPad, and the Google Play Store for Android. The app is just $1.99 and gives you fingertip access to the Crusade Channel live stream the host bios, show times, Twitter, and Facebook feeds. And the all-new preview feed allows you effortless playback hours of your favorite crusade content without ever having to even leave the app. So download our app today, and please consider rating them as well. Our smartphone app delivers a crusade channel anywhere your mobile device works. The Veritas Radio Network app, mobile radio, the way it should be. Quick announcement here. Uh, Tail Gunner Apparel, our good friend and supporter of the network owned by uh, Robin Minyard, has generously offered to do another giveaway. And it's not even Friday. Thank you, Tail Gunner of her amazing uh, body products back at the cabin. So if you're the first step, you are going to get one of those. I also have uh, a few other outfits that are willing to donate some prizes that we're going to be getting to. Survivalfrog.com will be sending me a solar lantern that I'll be giving away as soon as I get it, uh, maybe this Friday or next week. And uh, let's see. Also, diatomaceousearth.com will also be donating some bags for callers. We'll probably Um, start giving those when we have um, Dr. Donna on again because her book, my final announcement, her ebook is finally ready and she's going to be donating 
four copies of those. So uh, that's great news. And we've already got some callers in the queue. We're going to kick it off with Jose. Welcome to the Cowgirl Esquire hotline. This is the Suzanne Option, part of the Veritas Radio Network. Radio, the way it should be. How are you today? Suzanne, I'm doing wonderful. How are you? I'm great, and it is fantastic to hear your voice. For those who may not know, Jose and I, uh, he used to host a show uh, of his own with somebody else, and I would appear with them once a week, and we had a fantastic time. So it's absolutely wonderful to be on the air with you. What's on your well, mind today? For me. Appreciate it. <laughs> glad to be glad to be here. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a while. I'm a little nervous. Well, it's funny because I used to be the one that was nervous all the time, too, when I came on with you. I think more today I'm more nervous about my uh, voice holding out. So I'm just delighted that we've got callers already in the queue. Uh, I know you've been following. You're, you're more of a political guy. What, uh, what do you have to contribute? I, I believe it has probably something to do with the uh, upcoming dog and pony show. Oh, my goodness. Which one are you talking about? The DNC convention over there? <laughs> that's some of the worst TV on TV, I believe. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. And uh, there was a, just an announcement. I don't know if you even caught it. Obama is going to take off the entire month of October to campaign for Hillary. I, for one, am happy about that because that means he won't be weakening the uh, republic as much as he has in the last seven and a half years. I wish he would just take off the rest of the six months he's got left or so um, and just spend it out on the golf course and do nothing at all. But apparently he can take off a whole month on our dime, and I'm sure flying around on Air Force One, getting his reparations, and uh, campaign for Hillary Clinton. Wonderful. Well, that was my first thought. There are a lot of golf courses that are going to be missing uh, their revenue. I'm trying to think, have we ever had a president that's taken a month off to campaign I don't think we've ever had a president that's taken a week next... off. <laughs> I, I've never heard of anything like this at all. Well, I, I think he's he's uh, broken he's broken a lot of records, and uh, I, I'm just I, I can't wait to get him out. But are we going to see a significant change? I I don't really know. I was really disheartened to hear this morning. Uh, I have not been watching the election. I think I got about. Uh, two minutes into Kane's speech yesterday. And I have to say the one thing that really surprised me with his talk about defeating ISIS, about education, about jobs, but more the continued warfare, I thought, you know what? He sounds just like the GOP. He could be a GOP candidate. In fact, I really consider, I was actually talking to Carl Jones earlier, who you're aware of, and he's been on this show. Uh, Hillary is really a neocon. And that that really is where we get into this discussion of what is a conservative these days. That's a good question. What is a conservative? Of course, a lot of people would tell you, well, not a lot of people, some people vehemently would tell you that Ted Cruz was a conservative. However, I don't believe he passes the, uh, the Smith test for being a conservative. But you're exactly right. I don't, you know, I'm supporting Trump at this point. Um, it's not because I think he's going to be the uh, savior of the republic or the greatest guy around. I just think that he's going to be better than Hillary, and those, quite frankly, are two reasonable choices that we have. Now, there's going to be some third-party people out there and such, but um, he's enough of a wild card that I think he just he might do some cool things. Um, hopefully, I'm hopeful. I mean, if you don't have hope, what do you have? I just know that if we get Hillary, what we're in for, and it will not be good. There's no doubt whether she's in for four years or eight years, it won't be good. Well, it could be uh, if she were to win. Uh, sometimes the best medicine is the most uh, painful and the hardest to take. Maybe a uh, Hillary administration would be something that finally wakes the states up where they start realizing 
that we really are off track and we should not be uh, subject to uh, an overbearing federal government, uh, national government. They've hijacked the term federal. Uh, maybe, maybe that would be it. So if she were to be elected, uh, that's what I'm hoping for. It might be something that finally pushes states to secede, to take their power back, to do the uh, pay homage to the 10th Amendment that it deserves. The Founding Fathers put that in there for a very significant reason. As for Trump, uh, the reason I'm really looking forward to having him as a candidate is I'm looking forward to the debates against Hillary. I will watch that. I was so... <laughs> Absolutely disgusted by the way uh, McCain and Romney just rolled over, put on the white gloves, and played so nice with Obama. Do you remember in the debates, or maybe it was with a, a, a speech that he was doing where McCain said, listen, my friends, you have nothing to fear from an Obama presidency. Who does that? Right. No, it, ma it makes no sense whatsoever. I agree with you on your first point, because um, you're kind of referring probably to the British exit from the EU, the Brexit. My problem is, and I can't divulge exactly what I do, you know, and of course we had this conversation when you were on the other show with me, I am so afraid because of what I do in my regular real job that the states have allowed the federal government's tentacles to get so intertwined in all of their funding for everything, for everything, from basic services to roads to schools to hospitals to every single thing, that I don't know that there's any one state that could pull a clean exit from the federal government um, without the federal government um, punishing them harshly financially. And I mean financially because of the states have allowed it to happen over years. And so I don't know how easy that would be. But like you said, sometimes, uh, you know, the toughest medicine is the, is the best for you in the long run, the hardest medicine to take. So I, perhaps something like that would happen or should happen. But what I see is these, these states have gotten so intertwined with the federal government and given ceded so much control over the federal government, it really concerns me. Well, you know, you gave a great example because out here in my state of Utah, there's actually been a district that has gone so far as to, and gone so far but stopped at the point of examining the possibility of disengaging Common Core. And they decided at this point that they wouldn't do it because why? what you just mentioned, we need the federal funding, our children deserve the best education they can get. Well, how can you, you can't have both. And, you know, they never went to the next step. Well, how can we avoid giving the federal government, Washington, D.C., so much of this money only to get pennies on the dollar back after it's been laundered through the D.C. Ponzi scheme? That's the question that these uh, school boards, that's the question that the states need to ask. And then maybe if we can cut off that money supply, uh, you know, we can start to turn things around. We're not going to have a violent revolution. We've seen what happens when uh, states try to assert their legitimate rights to sovereignty. And, uh, you know, we hear that, well, that matter's been settled. But to this, I tell people, particularly my students when I uh, have my homeschool co-op, look, to those that say the Civil War, I put in quotes, uh, defined once and for all that we are one nation indivisible, let's say that you're married and uh, a spouse, or take a couple, not you in particular, but somebody's married mm -hmm. and the, the wife wants to leave. And the husband beats her severely, murders her family, destroys her property, and under threat of fur further annihilation, she agrees to come back. And for the rest of her life, that gun is to her head. 
Is that a union? No, absolutely it is not. And that's what this, you know, what people have forgotten. We are not one nation indivisible because we were ever intended to be. It is become, it is because of brute force and brutalization of those who's tried to exercise their legal right to be sovereign, free and independent nations, as was set forth in the Declaration of Independence. Well, well, I would go even further and say, I don't think we're a nation, at least a nation of laws. And of course, if you aren't a nation of laws, are you really a nation? Because we don't enforce our borders. If you don't enforce your borders, whether you have a small piece of property or you have a country like the United States, if you don't enforce your borders, if you don't enforce all of these type of things, and people can get away with breaking the law that are not American citizens on a daily basis, including up to and including murder. Do you even have a nation? I mean, or is it just like you said, a union in name only? That's all you have. That's simply all you have. But you have the coercive federal government with so much power. And you're right. They, where does the federal government get their money? They don't generate money except through taxation. That's where they get their money from. They're not making any product. They're not selling anything, getting value that has value. They are simply taking money from us, we the people, through the states, and like you said, pennies on the dollar coming back to us. You talk about a relationship that is uh, <laughs> that makes battered spouse, most battered spousal relationships look that tame by comparison. And I'm not making light of that, obviously. Well, and it's it's become a parasitic relationship and not right. a symbiotic one, where the two uh, the two entities in a system of federal federalism were supposed to work together. And uh, that's so. Getting back to that, maybe a Hillary president will turn that around. I am of the opinion that. Uh, I don't know if we're even alert enough to do it. I'm trying to find an article that Mark Kresslins, my friend, had put up that said mm-hmm. the other day, uh, last week, he said there. The, the article says there is going to be no second American revolution. It's it's a futile effort. Uh, we're not going to have an armed revolution for the reasons that we just discussed. Not only that, the government has us all under wraps. You know, they know everything we're doing. They're watching. They're spying on us. The NSA, this was ostensibly uh, formulated to protect us from terrorism. And and every encroachment of our liberties has come under the auspices of something that makes us feel good. Uh, And they name it as as something that will make us feel good. Uh, The Patriot Act, uh, National Defense Authorization Act. Well, really, they're spying on us. And what we're seeing now and the events that we have seen just this year and last year in particular, We are not any safer. In fact, we're in more peril than ever. But going to the point of this article, uh, the author here says, if there's any hope of reclaiming our government and restoring our freedoms, it will require a different kind of coup, a nonviolent, strategic and grassroots starting locally and trickling upwards. Such revolutions are slow and painstaking. They are political in part, but not through any established parties or politicians. And most of all, for a chance of success, such a revolution will require more than a change in politics. And this is crucial. It will require a change of heart among American people, a reawakening of the American spirit and a citizenry that cares more about their freedoms than their fantasy games. And to that, I would add they have to care more about their freedoms than their expensive homes being underwater in their mortgage or their or their cars, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and that's what it's going to take. Do you think that we will run out of time before we accomplish this change of heart in the American spirit? I do. I, I think people have too short of a uh, pension span. Um, it's like the whole population has pretty much got some sort of ADHD. And, of course, uh, many of them are, are actually diagnosed with it and are on actual medication for it, which I truly don't believe in. However, um, you know, a lot of people could argue different points of that. I think we have too short 
of an attention span, and people are too distracted by the shiny little things, sports, um, you know, all your, your, the people that they call their heroes, their uh, actors and stuff like this, and they are just too distracted by everything. And I think, I think it's all, I think it's all sort of planned out in a way. I don't want to sound like I've got my tinfoil hat on, but I do think. Oh no, no, that, we love our tinfoil hats here. Don't, don't you be dissing tinfoil hats. <laughs> there we go. Good. Um, you know, no, but I, I just think that even the people that are tuned in, that are keyed up keyed into what's going on, and, and there are people out there, I just don't believe that, and many of them will advocate for an open revolution. Well, folks, no, 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 I, no. That's not the way to do it. Like you said, it is grassroots up. Start in your local jurisdiction. Start at the ground level. Start with your, first of all, get into your schools, folks. Do you know what they're teaching in schools? You've heard of Common Core. Do you know what Common Core actually is? Are you paying attention if you have kids? What Common Core is? Get into your school um, election. Get into your school elections and stuff. Run for election for school board member. These are the places that people can start to make fundamental, I hate to say it, but fundamental transformation the other way, the way that we want it to go. Um, towards smaller government, uh, you know, the Republican form of government, uh, or the Republic, Constitutional Republic form of government, um, less, you know, less federal, centralized government. That's what people need to do. Um, you know, and, and at the same time, vote the bums out every time. If they're not going to implement term limits, which why should they? Give them term limits because they don't, you know, they run again, and too bad. You've had your couple of years. Now you're out of there. That's the way it was fully intended to be. So there are things people can do. I don't want people to get disheartened. However, I do myself um, because it just seems like it's, it's such a monstrosity. But we've allowed it to become that. We still should be able to retain control and make, uh, you know, make changes riding the ship. If you're in a boat, you don't quick change course. You slowly change course because you don't want to capsize. You know, you mean you got, but you have to slowly start turning in that direction, moving in the right direction, and we can do that. But I, once again, I think a great many people are just too distracted by other things, and some of that may be uh, legitimate that they're just trying to survive day to day and maintain some sort of a standard of living that used to be known as the uh, being middle class American. Well, absolutely, and you know, getting back before we get to our break. Um, we have to break away from this mindset that one president, one, quote, new leader, end quote, is going to solve our problems. You and I have right. had this discussion on another show where if you look at the responsibilities of the president set forth in Article 2 of the Constitution, they're very limited. He was never supposed to be mm -hmm. uh, somebody that sets the tone for the policy. He was supposed to preside over the Congress, and he was supposed to enforce, implement the laws that they set forth. But now right. we see that a complete role reversal where he snaps his fingers, or she, God, God forbid, um, mm -hmm. Uh, uh, snaps their fingers, and it's up to them to implement what policy the president wants to put forth. Obamacare really was was what got us on that role where he said, this is what we're going to do. Everybody fought. They begged their their representatives not to do this. And, you know, uh, through such corruption, such devious means, uh, it was forced upon us. I have just been notified that I have lost my insurance at the end of this year. If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. Just yeah. one of many lies. Unfortunately, we are going to have to get to the end of this segment. And Jose, I am so delighted that you called. I hope that uh, you have a, a, you're going to uh, revise your career in radio or your hobby in radio because you have a lot to say and you say it very well. What what's in store for you? I have no idea. I'm, I'm available. 
<laughs> on okay. a part-time basis. Well, I still have to, uh, you know, have, a, have income coming in uh, on a weekly or bi-weekly basis, um, you know, at the time being. So, but no, I'd love to. I, I really enjoy it, and I think I have uh, something to say and an interesting way to put it that uh, people understand. Because I'm just, I'm just a regular person. Um, I work for a living. I've got a family. I've got all the same concerns you have and many, many other people have from East Coast to West Coast, from South to North. Well, awesome. Look forward to hearing more from you. Ladies and gentlemen, that was my good friend, Jose, a former co-host of a show that I used to appear on. Thank you very much for the call. We're going to go for a break. But before we do that, if you like what you're hearing on the Crusade channel, why not support us and become a Founders Pass member today and gain instant streaming and download access to every episode of this show and all the others on the Crusade channel, including my good friend, Mark Kresslins, who starts us off every morning. We have um, also Reverse Deception with Gregory Carpenter, who has also appeared with me. You can subscribe to the Founders Pass for as little as 23 cents a day, and you can choose between a monthly or yearly membership. And during July, for every yearly membership, we'll ship you an autographed copy of Humility of Heart, signed by the New Editions editor, our very own Mike Church. So uh, you better do that quickly, because uh, July is coming to an end. Also... As a special free gift, we are offering beautiful handmade wooden kitchen cutting boards from our sponsor, McClureBlock.com, for becoming a founding brother or crusader member, or you can make a $500 cash donation to our monthly crowdfunding campaign. Please join our crusade today and become a founding a Founders Pass member by going to veritasradionetwork.com forward slash join or call 866-483-3833. That's 866-483-3833. Next up, I have a gal that is uh, on the, her journey to do what I have done, uh, her own way of personally seceding and uh, starting to have a lifestyle uh, that is simple and more sufficient or more self-sufficient. And uh, we'll be back to that after this break. This is the Suzanne Option on the Crusade Channel, part of the Veritas Radio Network, radio the way it should be. 